Hi, everyone, and welcome to the American Constitutionalist. I'm Jeff Tokar, your host, and with me is Cliff DeCamp. The American Constitutionalist's main purpose is to defend and champion a return to the original intent and meaning of the United States Constitution. In addition, we at the American Constitutionalist are not afraid to mix politics and religion because we believe in America, they're inseparable. America was built as a Judeo-Christian nation, and history proves it. Yet, even though we were built on the Christian principles of the Bible as a Judeo-Christian nation, our founding fathers and framers of our Constitution still left you with the freedom of choice in religion. So, Cliff, I think one of the first things we need to move to tonight, and I know we talk about this many times, and we're going to keep bringing up things periodically as they're in the news, but um, there's some big things in the news about COVID. There's, you know, COVID breakouts. It's hot here in the Dallas-Fort Worth metroplex. A lot of people getting COVID, but it's kind of more like the flu, and people treat the signs and symptoms, Motrin, Tylenol, and so forth, and, and they're over in a couple of days, and they keep going. Uh, people that have more severe cases, of course, they probably have comorbidities or other problems where they need to see their doctor to get those things balanced out. But it's something we need to keep up on because, as they said in the movie, release the Kraken, there's an election coming, release the COVID because they want to use it again because it was so great for them to close everybody up and have mail-in and absentee ballots in the last election. Yeah, you know, the, uh, the COVID-19 was used in the past effectively to scare the American population and to, into doing things that we normally would not have agreed to. Obviously, the lockdowns, the, the fact that we weren't uh, able to go to school, work, you know, you were staying at home. We were told that two weeks to flatten the curve, and then that became two years. Um, and so there's there were all kinds of bad things that came out of that. And people largely were sick and tired of COVID. Um, and it was funny that it all came out, you know, very close to election time. And now we're getting close to election time again. And now suddenly the media is ramping up again, this fear of COVID, that, that it's coming back, that there's these new strains, et cetera, that there are new vaccines or new boosters that are out there to handle uh, some of these new strains. Um, you know, so this is all coming out about this time. And then we had Dr. Fauci get out this uh, uh, relatively recently on TV. I don't remember who it was that interviewed him. And he talked about the fact that, well, you know, masks are effective, um, you know, in, in an attempt to, to do two things. Number one, justify the fact that he, you know, touted these masks um, in, in the initial COVID uh, outbreak. And then... Uh, you know, to, to justify that that was, you know, that was the right thing to do at that point. Uh, but also to, uh, you know, get this back in the public's mind that, oh, we need to mask up again because COVID's still out there. You know, uh, there's an election coming, so we need to mask up. Uh, that, that That's uh, that kind of an interesting thing. And I even know at this point in time of some schools that are saying, oh, you know, we're you, if you want to attend uh, classes, you're going to have to have a COVID vaccine which is, at this point in time, an absolutely ridiculous thing uh, to be expecting of people. But the other thing that came out this last week is that um, there has been a report that was done called the Cochrane Report. And it's where doctors have gotten together and they've taken a look at all the studies that were done on the effectiveness of masks with COVID-19. So there were a number of studies done, each, you know, some, some big, some small, some here in the U.S., some outside the United States. Uh, so they took all of these studies together 
and kind of rated them and ranked some of the findings. But at the end of the day, if you take a look at their results, it basically says that masking is not effective in stopping the transmission of COVID-19. And of course, that makes perfect sense. You know, COVID-19 is a virus. Viruses are very small. Uh, masks, uh, whether it's an N95 or, or something simpler than that, uh, they're just simply not built to prevent viruses from being uh, to, from passing through them. Now, it may make it a slightly uh, less direct, but nonetheless, it's not going to stop them. And so the Cochrane report basically came out with that. Well, what was the immediate reaction? Doctors that uh, were touting the COVID, uh, you know, uh, beating that uh, that drum, um, and were uh, you know, were basically the um, trying to tell you that that masks work. Uh, they they decided they would come out and they would say, go to the people that had written the uh, the Cochrane report and say, hey, listen, you need to tone it down. You need to to not necessarily tout those results, et cetera. Um, you know, because we've got this issue that COVID's still out there and we have to do something about it. So therefore, you know, be quiet about this. Don't don't. They even, by the way, took down the link to the report um, as a result of it. But uh, there's a number of people that already got the report, and so it's going to be broadcast across the internet. You'll be able to see it if you want to. It may take a little bit of searching to find. But the fact of the matter is the Cochrane report, which is the most definitive report, basically said they're not effective. So none of the BS that you're hearing in the media or from Dr. Fauci or from some people in the CDC the World Health Organization, um, and other people who have an interest in ginning up the fear, uh, when they say that we need to mask up, the answer to that should be, hell no, uh, we're not going to do that. The other thing that uh, it was interesting, I heard someone say this today, actually, it was my cousin, um, and he said, made the comment that, um, that the, em the more empty the drum, the louder the noise. Um, yeah. And so the, the more empty the argument, the louder the argument. That's, that's what we're having here with the Fauci's and others coming out and wanting us to mask up. So keep in mind, masks don't really work. Uh, contrary to what everyone wants to tell you, you know, if you want to wear a mask, I got no problems with that. I'll laugh at you, but I got no problems with it. I will try not to laugh in your face because, you know, you probably have COVID on that mask. Um, so I'm not going to want to get that close to you. But but nonetheless, yeah. uh, you can do what, whatever it is that you want to do, but it should not be mandated on anyone. These closures or these restrictions that they're placing on some universities across the country, some school districts where they're saying, you know, you're going to have to have a vaccine or you're going to have to mask or whatever it is. In order to attend that school or that university, my advice to you is find someplace else to go to school. Those people are just not, you know, they, they're, they're not telling you the truth about COVID-19. They're not really trying to protect you. They're trying to control you. You can get a better education elsewhere. Um, you know, don't, don't go back to those schools that, or universities. So, and the key word in what you said is mandate. That's the problem. We believe in freedom. We believe in opinion, and it should not be mandated. We've talked before about 
uh, vaccines. And we've had success in America with vaccines on polio and mumps and measles and, and smallpox and so many things that, that didn't eradicate the disease, but pretty much almost wiped it out. Here we had an emergency declaration. We created a vaccine. We used um, mRNA that has not been proven. And we're thinking that it may cause other problems down the road. We just don't know that yet. And we see that it really didn't do a whole lot to stop COVID. If you're comfortable in getting it and you want it, go ahead and get it. Um, just like the flu shots and everything else. If you want to take those shots, that's your freedom. Go ahead and do it. But it shouldn't be mandated. That masks should not be mandated. But there's a common denominator in everything we talk about here that is the major problem in the United States of America. It's probably worldwide, but it's a big one here for people who love freedom, who love this great republic, and it's the media. The media is the American cancer. There's a lot of smoke and mirrors, and you can't really tell where you can find truth and common sense. And we've told you this before. You need to just turn them off. Turn off the major media and look for the resources you can find that will give you common sense and truth. And you have to vet that too. But I would go to people like Dan Bongino, the Epoch Times, and, and other groups like uh, Newsmax. Find these other resources that can give you, hopefully, the truth and common sense and non-biased news. And what's the best news? The news that doesn't suppress or filter or censor. It's the news that will give you both sides of the story. They won't give you an opinion. They will give you the people who say that masks work, and they will give you the people who say that masks don't work, and they'll give you the who, what, why, where, when, and how, and let you make a decision in your freedom. The sad thing about the media is they're leading to the destruction and downfall of the United States of America, and it's cancer eating itself. What does cancer do to the body? It kills the host. And the media is playing the biggest part in America in killing the host. They're killing the freedom. They're killing you and I. And we need to stop them. And one thing, Cliff, I think we really need to do, and conservatives need to pick up on this, these people are able to hide behind the labels. They're able to hide behind, we just mentioned, ABC, CBS, NBC, NBC Universal, um, CNN, New York Times, Washington Post, Political. I don't care who it is that you think is giving you good information. I'm telling you probably most of them, most of them are misleading you and they're even covering up things. And we're going to talk more about on the next podcast, especially a key incident that could have changed the history of America in the last four years that the media and social media has been complicit in covering up that has affected our nation. But Cliff, I think it's time that people like Bongino and those conservative news groups that we mentioned start naming the people behind the brands. These are the people. You need to know who they are. They should not be able to hide behind the brands. I'm gonna name them for you. You can find this on the internet. That's all I did. I went to their sites and I pulled them up. Like ABC, who's the ABC managing director? David Anderson. 
Who's their director of strategy? Mark Tapley. Who's their chief information officer? Damien Cronin. And I could go on and on and on about ABC. What about CBS? Amy Reisenbach. She's the president of CBS. Chris Ender is the executive vice president. Robert Bakish is a director and board member. Sherry Redstone is a chairman. Looking down my list, NBC Universal, the president, Michael J. Cavanaugh, the chairman, Francis Berwick. I don't want to go through all the names. There's so many I looked up, I can tell you, but these are the people behind it. Greg Hoffman is the executive director at NBC Universal. He's over NBC News. Comcast is part of NBC. Do you subscribe to Comcast? Who is in Comcast? Chief Chairman and Executive Officer Brian L. Roberts, who's the president of the Comcast Corporation, Michael J. Cavanaugh. CNN, who's the leadership there? Wendy Brendage, Adam Cohen, Janita Du, Amy Antelis, Ramon Escobar, Sam Feist, Robin Garfield, Ken Watts. Who's the board of directors at Fox? Robert Murdoch. And Robert Murdoch started off doing good things, but then I think that he was kind of uh, blackmailed in some ways and stepping down in some of his responsibilities. And who'd he turn it over to? Who's the executive chair and CEO now? Lachlan Murdoch. And he loves the limelight. He loves playing up with the liberals and the Democrats. Watch out about Fox. William Birch, Casey Carey, Anna Diaz, Roland Hernandez, Paul Ryan, just to mention some at Fox. The New York Times. Oz Schlossberger Jr. is in charge of the New York Times Company. His family has controlled the paper since 1896. Who else is with the New York Times? Who's on the board? Amnipal Batani, Manuel Bronstein, Beth Brook, Rachel Glacier, Arthur Goldman, Hayes, Hayes Goldman, Meredith Levine, Brian McAndrews, David Perpich, John Rogers Jr., Rebecca Van Dyke. What about the Washington Post? The chairman's Donald Graham, chief executive officer, Timothy O'Shaughnessy. And I'm just naming some of the organization that give you all this news. They twist it. They turn it. They do it in favor of the Democrat Party and the liberal corruption in the United States of America. There to report both sides of the story. Good, bad, ugly. That's what they're supposed to do. But they're censoring. They're twisting things. We can talk about Zuckerberg. We can talk about Twitter before it was bought out. So many of these groups are censoring and hiding things so that you won't know. And some of the biggest things they've hided from you in the past five years is about Joe Biden and Hunter Biden things that would have made a difference in the election. Cliff, I think it's time we stand up. The problem with the Republican Party is they want to play fair. They want to play by the rules. They want people to have that opportunity to vote, but they want to be sure they're honest and fair elections. But we're dealing with a party in the Democrats, the radical liberals who will lie, who will cheat, who will commit fraud to do anything they can do to do what? Get votes. So what's my mantra? They want money, power, and control. 
and they thirst for it and they don't want to lose it. And anything that threatens it, they will do everything in their power to prostitute themselves so they can keep it. And the media is complicit. And I think it's time that we start standing up and just not naming the brands, but naming the people in these uh, networks like Newsmax who can show you visibly or Don, Dan Bongino, they need to start showing these people regularly so that America knows who's behind these organizations that are dragging America down. You know, one of the things that we um, uh, we may do the, in the next podcast when we get into more of this is to go back and uh, you can find it probably on the internet someplace, although I just did a real quick search and it was didn't come up immediately. But there, uh, at least at, at some point in time, someone had created a list of all of the media figures that are out there and who they're married to and what their political party affiliations are. And what oh, you'll yeah. find is that there, there's a lot of people that are in the media that we have talked about the, from those, those legacy media outlets that actually are married to people who are in the Biden administration, were in the uh, Obama administration, et cetera. They're, you're not going to find them in the Trump administration, but you're going to find them in these other Democrat administrations. So by marriage, there's these connections as well. And uh, those things ought to be exposed uh, on, a, on a real regular basis. Look at the Clinton administration, George Stephanopoulos. He moderated one of the debates. He never asked Biden important questions about relevant news that had currently come out that would have made a difference because he knew he knows he had to hide that truth. He had to try and bury it. America couldn't know, couldn't know about it until after the elections. And they've even suppressed it since then. And we're going to share with you those exact details. Ladies and gentlemen, we got to wake up. We've got to wake up and we've got to get into the fight. And I'm not talking about guns and knives. I'm talking about standing up, going against the tide, electing men and women who will go to Washington and are not afraid to stand alone, who are not afraid of common sense, who are not afraid of truth, who are not afraid that this country was built on Judeo-Christian principles found in God's holy word, the Bible, who will fight for America, who will fight for our freedom who will make a difference, 2024 is important. Elections have ramifications, and we are paying for some of them right now because of the Biden administration. You know, we have a real lack of common sense today uh, that we need to get back to. You know, our parents, our grandparents, and, and further on back, they had a good deal of common sense. And uh, today we don't seem to have that, uh, at least the and, you know, maybe my generation does, Jeff's, but uh, not uh, people that are younger than that. And even a lot of people in our generation just for some reason seem to have no common sense. Uh, my cousin was telling me uh, the other day that uh, he was talking to, to he actually is a driver for people, uh, to, picks them up on a bus and takes them to different locations, people that have disabilities. Uh, sometimes physical, sometimes mental disabilities. And he was talking to one of the, the people that he was transporting, and he, uh, they were talking about common sense. And he said, you know, it seems that people just don't seem to have common sense anymore. And this kid says to him, today, common sense seems to be to have to be a superpower. Wow. This kid even understood that. Yeah. Even with disabilities. Right. You know, isn't that neat with some of the people that have those disabilities? 
the blinders are off. They yeah, see you, things you see as them. they are. Yep. We've got to stand up. We really need to wake up and we need your help in doing that. That's why each week we ask you to please share this podcast with your family and friends, post it, the link to it on your Twitter account, your Facebook account, TikTok, anything you use, you need to help us to get more people to listen each week for truth and common sense, to join arm in arm as we are presenting the things that need to be done to make a difference in America, to get us back on the right path. But if we don't do it in 2024, we're in big trouble. I really believe that. I think it could be one of our last chances to preserve freedom. My fear is the Democrat Party has mastered fraud and deception and corruption in our elections. And I'm hoping that the Republicans have waken up and are not naive to let the things happen in the next election that they've allowed to happen in previous elections. We've got to fight. Please share this podcast and then pray for America. Pray for our leaders. Pray that God will rise up men and women who will stand on truth men and women who have character and integrity. And then pray that God will expose those, those who are wicked, those who are doing evil, those who are corrupt, those who are involved in fraud. Expose them. Let them be confounded. Let them stumble at every turn. Let them fall into the pit of deception that they have dug. Let the stone of deception they tried to roll on us roll back on them. Then, when we get on our knees and pray to God, we ask him to heal America, to bring back righteousness and justice in this nation. Then we might see his healing power. Then we will see his continued blessing on this great republic we call America. We need you to stand with us at the American Constitutionalist, spreading the word of truth as we strive to continue to be one nation under God, indivisible with liberty, justice, and freedom for all. For Cliff DeCamp, this is Jeff Tokar, reminding you that we at the American Constitutionalist still support and believe in God, America, and freedom.